Hey guys, welcome to episode 42 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Uh, just wanted to tell you all that I thought this was a lot better of an episode than last week. I know last week we did eh, a little bit not so good, and uh, we did blame Brandon for that. So this week, at the end of this episode, uh, stay tuned, it's extra long one, because we definitely do a town hall where we have some people call in and air the grievances uh, with Brandon. Uh they hadn't listened to any of these before we went on air, so these are all done live. For better or for worse, they're aired in their full forms. Uh, but the last one, I will spoil, was a very, very good one. And uh, that was from our friend Wesley at Flashback Wrestlings. So shout out to him. Um, we definitely explain a lot. I mean, the probably the biggest thing is our experience at Knockout Wrestling commentating Um for one of their events and how amazing that was. I mean, to be involved in the wrestling business, you know, for the first time, you know, not just in a podcast form, I should say, uh, but to be sitting ringside and calling a wrestling event was an absolute dream come true. So we uh, definitely talk about that in extensive detail. Um, and then going to Raw Reunion last minute. Um, last minute, I had a friend show up. I, I'll, I'll leave that story for the podcast, but. Uh, we go there, and I had the most amazing time at Raw Reunion. In fact, I met probably one of our most famous guests uh, on the podcast there, and he was gracious enough to kind of have me come down and talk to him, so I'll let you listen and find out who that is. But anyway, without further ado, uh, go ahead and enjoy episode 42, but before you do, please follow us on Twitter, at Kenny Podcast, uh, Instagram, at Kenny for Your Thoughts Podcast. Um, Facebook at a Kenny for thoughts podcast. And please, if you're listening to the audio version, which is available on Spotify, Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google play music, please leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a badass review. That way more people can find out about our podcast and more people can listen. Help us out guys. Thank you very much. Enjoy episode 42. Kenny for your thoughts. All right, guys, welcome to episode 42 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast, the podcast where we're starting about 15 minutes late and I want to blame Brandon, but it's actually not his fault this time. Brandon, you know, you know what? what? It wasn't, it wasn't my, my fault, fault this time. This time. <laughs> you know, you know why? why? Because the because Russian, Russian delusion, delusion, collusion, collusion hoax, hoax is finally, is finally over. over. Kenny, Kenny. Brandon, you got the weird echo thing going on. I caught it before it got too far in the episode. It was probably the Russians. They were probably they were probably doubling your audio. <laughs> they wanted you to be heard. All right. So here's my here's my question, Brandon. How That's are right. you How are you invading Area Fifty One? Look, we got to get in there somehow because they're doing stuff. They're, they're doing experiments there. They're mocking us every day in the media, like Vince mocks us on Raw and SmackDown. With this crazy writing, we, we we know what they're doing when they're scripting these promos. First of all, it's, it's mockery. I take Straight offense. Mockery. I take offense because I feel like it was a good week of WWE television. So how dare you make fun of Vince McMahon as if it were a bad week of television? This is not December 2018, ladies and gentlemen. This is actually pretty good television. Yet Brandon wants to crap on it. Let me ask you this, Brandon. Did yeah. you watch any wrestling this week? Because God knows I didn't watch it with you this week. I was actually there. You were having a good time. Oh, so you got you got to go live. That is badass. You you, did you not know what that I went went to Raw? On Monday? No, I didn't know so you went Brandon's live. Brandon's about to hear stories because yeah, yeah, there's I met Josiah. 
<laughs> oh, how was that? Wait, wait, wait. Did you take uh, pictures? Maybe we should check the uh, gram. I yeah, probably I missed say, out. Way to, way to pay attention to our social media. Buddy. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> guys, if you're not following us on social media, at Kenny Podcast on Twitter, which, by the way, you can actually watch us for the first time live on Twitter at Kenny Podcast. So this is big, big news. Um, and then, of course, you can watch us the traditional way on YouTube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Let me know which ones you, which one you like better, guys. Which one you like better? Because uh, I'm trying different ways to get people on here. We actually got a, a lot of people on, on YouTube right now. And uh, I, I don't know if we got a lot on Twitter. I can't see the stats right now. But pretty pretty awesome stuff, man. Pretty awesome stuff. I'm, I'm pretty That's happy right. with this. Um, so wait, how, how did you get backstage I am not going to claim that I got backstage. I, I got to the side of the stage. I didn't get to uh, the, No, no. Wait, um, how did you get to the side of the stage? Did you, did you drop some dough for some uh, sexy seats? So, so we're not going to go in order? We're not going to go in order? We're just going to start go right to Raw Reunion here? Uh, wait, I, I'm just trying to find out how this guy got in with, with the Josiah. <laughs> so, Tiff, I got to point this out. Uh on our live chat if you're not part of our live chat on youtube it's a pretty fun live chat it always gets pretty lit in there tips already giving me me shit because she says Uh-oh. she's still waiting for my son kissed and then she she says kenny doesn't love me anymore he never checks my dms he's cheating on me i see how it is uh that's partly true i am cheating on her with uh... with a branded but no, in all reality, what's I'm going so, on with these DMs? I am Kenny? so scattered brained. I apologize personally to you because I am so scattered brained nowadays. Uh, I'm doing too much, Brandon. I'm doing too much. And yeah, it, you're going to these shows, you get backstage, <laughs> you're meeting all the talent. You're not even telling Why people you, about it. You're making shit up. That never happened. I never met all the talent and stuff. This is crazy, man. Well, this is this is cool. I did not know you were there live. So this is wait—is this part of the reason why this is the best week in wrestling yes. that you've ever had? Yes, because you got to go there live. Because, oh god! Spoiler alert! I mean, we got whoa, whoa, whoa! No deck picks. I haven't finished my deck yet. I got to build it. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> if you you don't understand, your if you're not part of the live chat. So if you're listening to the audio version, please jump on the live chat. Usually Wednesday nights at 10:30, but sometimes that's Wednesdays at 11 p.m. Sometimes it's Thursdays at 9 a.m., but subscribe to us on youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts, and you'll find out when we go live or follow us on social media. My, Brandon, look, my eyes are red. I'm so frustrated from <laughs> having to deal with all the technical issues before beforehand. I let Brandon use my computer. Here's what happened. I let Brandon <laughs> okay, use my yeah. computer the other day. I was looking at and it. And it was just loaded with porn. Yeah, it was just loaded with porn. All right. And... <laughs> It was like viruses. I had to get rid of all of them, so we had to go on half an hour late. Um, yeah, Brandon, get caught up to your friend. Fernando, what do you mean by that? Is this audio off or something? Yeah, you got to tell off. me these things. You got to tell me these things so I can fix them, all right? But, uh, Brandon, should we go in order about what we did? About what we did? All right, let's go in order. Oh, zero 07, I am reading your stuff, man. Thanks for, for jumping on. We appreciate you. What were you saying? Yeah, yeah, no. Let's let's go in order. Let's let's figure out what's going on here. Are we starting with the that drive we took? What to uh, to LCCW? Yeah, to LCCW. Well, let, is, that, go, is that where we're going? Let's go. Let's go a little bit more back because uh, wow. there's two things that I we didn't get to show on last week's episode. I guess because I was so frustrated with your lack of co-hosting. Um, yeah. So I want to show that right now. Uh, the first one being <laughs> um, something we recorded at Fight for the Fallen. 
uh, two weeks ago, so we'll just put that here right now. Yeah, that's that's me at fight for it's the right, fallen. The Brandon's like Brandon's that. recording it. And Fernando, by the way, says no. I mean that Brandon needs to know what you're doing in life because he's the co-host. That's absolutely true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Uh, but speaking of people who could be better co-hosts than Brandon, yeah. uh, here's something we got on the drive back. Uh, I was gonna save this for a special video of our 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 road to fight for the fallen, if you will. But I thought it was too cool not to share. And hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing this, but. We have some of the best followers in the world because we got this from a guy who has an amazing voice, Mr. Tyler Peters. Oh, so this was, uh, Brandon, this is the video that I shared with you in the car here. So here we go. Hopefully it's playing all right. Vance, if you've not, <laughs> Vance, if you've not heard, we got a special report coming in. This is really Strowman Lashley stuff. Evidently, Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast host Kenny and his Hill co-host, the Southern Danny Brandon Brown, have apparently been in a fight. They have locked up. They have had steel chairs, tables, barbed wire. They have went all hardcore. Whether they're driving separately or not, or together, remains to be seen. But it's just a theory. See Google Maps, according to their directions, they were going to the AEW event. And somehow are thinking they're headed more to a WWE event. Man, the plot thickens. It was so exciting stuff, I man. had trouble getting uh, it out. Yeah. This, is, this is up there with the OJ car but chase. But wait a minute. Kenny with a <laughs> shoulder, but Brown slaps him back. But Kenny gets right back in his face because Stone Cold Kenny said so. But the Southern Danny talking his smack talk. And we don't know what we're going to see. I've already went too long, but that's... You heard it here. This is good stuff. This, we, we got this at news. about 4 a.m. Uh, this is this Tyler video, Peters, and a it, it for your cracked thoughts. us up. So. Road trip inside <laughs> I thought it was worth That you don't want to miss. Listening. Behind closed doors, those guys do not get along. They may be friends on the podcast, but it gets real extreme, especially when it comes to wrestling and road trips. You know, yeah, I'm going to get that man a broadcasting job. Seriously, dude, get him Come a commentary on. gig. But guys, for people who are saying on Instagram they can't hear, that's because you're only watching <laughs> me. You're only watching my front cam. You need to jump on Twitter at Kenny Podcast or YouTube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. And then go ahead and watch the full version of this podcast. Then when you're done with that and you're so enthralled because it's the best wrestling podcast in the history of professional wrestling, what you're going to want to do is jump on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Buy one of our t-shirts. Buy one of our t-shirts. Josiah might have one of those himself right now. Now wait. Wait, did you give him a t-shirt or did you sell him a t-shirt? I'm a snake oil oil man is what I was going to say. Wow! He's giving away merch. This guy is giving away our merch. It was probably my shirt. It was probably the shirt meant for me. (laughs) He gave it to Josiah instead. You mean this XL right here? Yeah. This XL. Oh, hey, my shirt. Size XL. Look at that. You you want to read the tag? You want to read the tag? Hey. He didn't give my shirt to Josiah. Fantastic. 
Yeah, Brandon, because I actually care about people. Uh, so, so Slam Hub Wrestling, by the way, before we transition to anything, says, whoa, 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 everyone in the chat give a round of applause to Brandon Brown for getting a mic stand. So, everybody. Hey, they noticed. Look at that. <laughs> Brandon's it's mic because, stand. Yeah. You didn't arrive in time for the show. <laughs> you know what? It's because I'm the best co-host in the world. This is what the best co-host in the world does. You know, he gets a mic stand. He looks professional. And I appreciate it. You know, the people in the community, they, they see this and they, they realize what's going on. They're like, yeah, you know, that's a hell of a mic stand. I agree. <sighs> this is what I have to deal with, guys. This is what I have to deal with. Brenda, anything you, you want to say for yourself before I transition into things that make sense? Anything that you want to get off your mind? I don't really give you the platform <laughs> to get things off your mind a lot. So, Look, I, like I already said at the start of the show, man, the Russia hoax is dead. I'm feeling good. I got a mic stand. We're we're cooking with gas right now, man. <laughs> Kenny's giving away my shirt to Josiah. I did not give away your shirt. This I just showed people on camera. This is the thing about me and you. This is the difference between me and you. At least if I lie, I don't show. I don't lie after someone showed proof of otherwise. Come on now. <laughs> I literally showed proof that I have your shirt, size XL. That's how. We'll see if I get it. Oh. Yeah. I might yeah. give it away to someone who wears an XL. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, let's get into basically our, our week in wrestling. I mean, uh, one thing I do, I've done it all. And I say I because you didn't go to all of these, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I did go to NXT on, on Friday as well. So, so oh, Friday, that's right. yeah, I was at yeah. NXT. Yeah. And uh, if you're not following uh, a gentleman, uh, the gentleman that Kip Sabian kissed, uh, I'm going to get plug his social media right now because he did invite me out to Portillo's afterwards. Um, he's pretty awesome. Here, let me find his social media as we speak. Brandon, fill the time with something while I while I uh, oh, try to find his stuff. I got to fill the time. I got to yeah, do yeah, a little song ahead. and dance for everybody. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. By the way, is, is this town hall thing happening? Oh, because... it is happening. A hundred percent. Okay. I, hold on, I gotta set. I got to set some ground rules here. All right. I'm okay with this town hall as long as everyone's respectful. You know, and I'm willing to listen to your adulations or criticism, you know. There you have it. Speaking of which, you just made me realize that I never edited the uh, the graphic that we were supposed to use for the town hall part. Now I feel bad. I might oh, just have yeah. to do it on this, but maybe... Just Brandon, show the drool. I was going to say, maybe, yeah. maybe if you can fill the time for about five minutes, I can edit in I can edit in the, the town hall graphics real quick. But anyway, so his, uh, his name is Kyle uh, on... Instagram, he is FL Wrestling Fan, so Florida Wrestling Fan, in other words, FL Wrestling Fan. Uh, the gentleman that Kip Sabian uh, kissed at Fight for the Fallen, he's such an awesome guy. He tagged us, invited us, us, because he didn't know that you weren't. If, if he had known that you weren't going, he probably would have made come say hi. Uh, right. But anyway, the whole point is, um, he did invite us out. Good guy. Um didn't, I didn't go because I didn't see the invite until later on. I was actually I went and hung out with Brandon and Martin, my other friend Martin, wow. instead. So, Look at that! You know. Look at that! But that was the first one, and and at that show, uh, throw the graphic up here. Uh, it was a pretty lackluster show. I mean, but at the same time, we saw some like Elliot Sexton. I think his name is. Uh, he did pretty pretty damn good. There were some guys that are like, okay, I can see them being stars in the future. But the main event made up for the lack of whatever. By the way, the women stole the show. I want to put that out there. Uh, the Rachel Evers, uh, the Rachel Evers, Deanna Perrazzo's, 
the uh, Jesse. Well, she's not Jesse Elibin anymore. She's Jesse Camilla. Uh, yeah, those stars. Uh, and uh, oh my God, what's her name? HBIC. What's her name, Brandon? Mia Yim. Mia Yim. Mia Yim. They all stole the show. Um, but the main event, boom, was Adam Cole versus Kushida, which was a hell of a match. Um, I was really happy to see this one, man. I was like, for for the lackluster card that they had, I was like, okay, that makes up for it, seeing Kushida, Adam Cole. But no one knew Kushida was coming out when his music hits. Everyone didn't understand what was going on there. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Dude, my... is that kind of like the SCW arena? Kind of reminds me a little bit. Yeah, I would say I, if I had to compare it to something, yeah, like the NXT Tampa shows and like those spot shows are li- a yeah. little bit more like watching those old FC, um, FCW shows that we used to go to. See, Brandon, you're not really you're not really a uh, what do you call it a casual fan. You went to FCW. I'm a casual fan. <laughs> I would say that's a that's a fair description. Someone says, "Oh, oh my God, FJ, FJ MJF tweet was that the one where he said, do 'Don't flick off my junk.'" Because that tweet was hilarious, first of all. Uh, right. now, what was that in reference There was to? a tweet. There was a tweet. Uh, well, it says, oh, Tip says, oh, my God, MJF tweet. But there was a, a tweet where there's a guy flicking him off, but the way the angle is, it looks like he's flicking off his dick. And uh, MJF says, look, you can flick me off. You can flip anybody off, but don't flip off my junk. Because, you know, what did it ever do to you besides, like, screw your mom or something like that? Oh, uh, so God. It, was, it was pretty funny. Um, Let's put the title on this guy. Come on. <laughs> but Brandon, uh, you know, one thing, I, I, NXT Tampa is cool and all, but I think the Saturday is maybe is one of the greatest experience I've had as a wrestling fan. Wow, you, I yeah. praise me. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, do you want to, how about you segue us, Brandon? Let me hear, let me hear your, uh, let me hear your opinion on Saturday. My opinion on Saturday. Transition us. A- yeah, so this guy hits me up. He's like, "Look, we got to drive out to this <laughs> to this event. We got to do commentary for, for for Knockout Wrestling." I'm like, "Oh crap, got to do commentary." So you like be at my house by one o'clock. I was like, "God damn it!" I was already like dreading it because I well, knew. Well, let's also mention that we were out drinking the night before, and our yeah. friend Martin, like, my our, our our friend Martin's like six foot five, two hundred seventy five pounds, so oh, he like man. dwarfs us. And he puts his arm around Brandon, and you know he's like he's my uh, giving me shit, my man. security guard, if you will. You know what I mean? So he puts his arm around Brandon, and he goes, and mind you, we're all good friends. It's not like he's my friend and Brandon's just there. He's like, well, all three of us are really good friends. He puts his arm around Brandon. And he goes, he goes, listen. Now one o'clock means one o'clock. Doesn't mean one o five. Doesn't mean one thirty. Because he knows Brandon, right? He knows Brandon. Wow. He's like one o'clock means one o'clock. Not. And then he goes, not that you're leaving your house at one. Not that you're <laughs> you're on the road at one. You're at Kenny's house at one. And Martin, I appreciate you for that. Oh, I appreciate God. you. I think I even got there early. I think I ended up like five minutes early. You did just for fear and, and of Martin. The funny part, and the funny part, and this is my fault, but like this is, I'll tell you my thinking behind it. I was ready for one thirty, and you know why I was ready for one thirty because uh, of my wow. expectations. Uh-huh. Right, right, my expectations. Right. Yeah. I was like, Brandon's gonna be here at one thirty anyway, so I got time. Uh, like, I'm not gonna be ready for one. Like, stupid Brandon doesn't show up. Uh, so you're asking if I how I liked Raw. That will be answered a little bit later because I went live. Um, so anyway, yeah. So Brandon arrives at one, and then the worst part about it. So again, we're going to commentate. Um, we're going to commentate uh, for a local fed called Knockout Wrestling. Um, 
and Brandon shows up in like pretty much business casual. Right. And I'm, I'm, sitting, there, I'm sitting there in my little stupid t-shirt, my little stupid t-shirt and jeans. And I'm looking at this guy and you know, all jokes aside at first second, I was like, man, F this guy, because now I got to dress up. <laughs> But all jokes aside, Brandon had the right idea, which was like, we should show up looking a little bit better. So so I went back and I put on some like tight black pants. I put on... Uh, I was squeezing know, this junk, it was so tight. Yeah, it was squeezing my junk, it was so tight. I put on a, a, a t-shirt, but then I put like a, a jacket on over it, like a like a leather jacket, and I put glasses on and stuff. And I was looking like a like a Corey Graves or something like that, you know what I mean? He's the bad boy. Like, yeah. And it, and it was cool because it established who was the babyface commentator and who was the heel commentator without even trying. Uh, because quite frankly, like you couldn't look at me and go, that guy's like, you couldn't look at me and go, I like that guy. You looked at me and went, that guy's a dick, like right away, just based off appearances. And then based off Brandon's, you know, professional appearance, it was good. So, uh, it was, it was awesome. It was like, you, you know, we dressed apart. Brandon really taught me a lesson because I was about to show up in t-shirt and jeans. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that dresses up normally anyway. So Brandon, I appreciate it. All jokes aside, but mm. We show up to this thing, and I was in awe of watching. I mean, I don't know about you, but we were watching them build a ring um, at Knockout. So I'll, I'll show the, I'll show it here. Uh, so this was our point of view for the whole night. Uh, I mean, we're literally mere feet away from the ring. Um, obviously, this is before they put the ring skirts um, up. But I was just like absolutely stunned to be sitting next to a ring um, that entire time. And a lot of the talent, you know, again, I'm going to keep, I won't, I won't spoil it by saying names and stuff like that because I, I want to keep the mystique about their, their fed. But, uh, you know, people came up to us, said hi, we were shaking hands. Everyone was very, very gracious. And, um, yeah, I mean, Brandon, you tell me your experience. Yeah, you? I, I, it was, yeah, it was, it was different. I've never been sort of that close to an event, you know? So we were like right there, right up on the ring. You know, we got to see all the talent, you know, coming out of the back. Like you said, they walked by, they, they you know, talked to us, you know, shook our hands. Uh, there was one guy, I guess, uh, he had asked who was talking shit about him in the commentaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were privy. We were privy. Yeah. I won't say who it is again. I will, I'll keep the mystique. But he basically said, where are, the, where are the shitheads that were talking, you know, crap about me the last show? And he came up during his entrance and he just intimidated the crap out of me. Yeah. And you know I'm playing a character, but at the same time I'm like, is this guy gonna hit me? Like, I'm like, because I literally like, sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, I think he shook your hand though. That was the funny part. He, yeah. Like, shook your you hand. Fist bump. Yeah. And then, like, and hell then, yeah. And then I went to sh- I went like this, and he ignored me. So uh, it was good stuff, man. It was good stuff. I mean, I was one of the boys that night. You know. Yeah. It's definitely was... one of the boys. Oh man! But it, yeah, being that close and then seeing him, you know, run the ropes and you hear the sound of everything—it yeah, just guys, like, yeah. Guys, if you've been to shows, and I'm—I mean, even if you were front row for a show, or you know, a couple rows back, sometimes you don't realize how loud that ring is. Like I don't know about you, but I—I I literally came home and I was like, because ah, we didn't have like proper headsets, you know, this is kind of like right. a test run kind of thing, and uh, I'm literally like. Oh my god, I can't hear properly because every time somebody ran the ropes, it was like like it was like really, really loud. Like to the point where I couldn't hear Brandon next to me. That's how loud it was. I could not hear him, and it was hard to commentate. Um, but uh, just FYI, Brandon, uh, some people have previewed 
you know, some of the workers, I should say, right. previewed some of the commentary, some of the bigger workers, I should say. Nice. And uh, they said, they said, uh, how long you been commentating? Because that stuff was good. I was like, yeah, that, that was our first time live. Nice, bro. Yeah, so, I mean. You we... know, it pays to watch Michael Cole. You know, he's a true professional. Right. That's who I'm on myself time, Every time somebody came out, I just went, it's boss time. And, and that was about it. Um, right. <laughs> so Tiff says Kyle's finisher is the poutine pow, uh, power driver. That's like the best name for a finisher I've ever heard in my life. Brandon, what's the name of your <laughs> finisher? <laughs> the sleeping Brandon. The night, the night, night, Brandon, <laughs> the night, night, Brandon. So by the way, what we have up here, if you're looking at the video version are our work names, but it's not the names that we use that night. Right. Cause I was Kenny Maverick right. and you were Brandon Saxton, but I told you right. don't use crappy Saxton. So Brandon comes up with Brandon love. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to stick a, with that. I thought it yeah. had a ring to it. Like when you said it, it was like, you know, Brandon love, like for some reason it just, it, it rolls off the tongue. So I was like, yeah, go with it. Go. go with it. I'm going to stick with it. I kind of dig it. And shout hey, out. Are you sticking with that Maverick? Well, shout out. I, I was going to say, I won't spoil it because it's for him and him alone. Yeah. Um, which I guess I'll say the, the couple of reasons. I have a friend who that may be associated with his family name, like a maiden name kind of thing. So it's kind of a, a respect thing to him. So it's not a it's not a Drake Maverick thing. I had this name kind of picked out long before that. Um, so it's 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 it holds a special place in, in my heart because it is, you know, a tribute to a friend. And then, quite frankly, uh, I don't know if you know this, my dad, obviously, my dad's name is Majid. My mom's uh, maiden name is Eric. So I just thought it was kind of cool to have Maverick as a tribute to him, uh, as a tribute to Majid, and as a tribute to Eric, Mary Eric, which is my mom. So it's kind of like a whole bunch of stuff in one. So hopefully I get, hopefully I can use that though because I don't want people thinking it's associated with Drake Maverick. Brandon, uh, <laughs> Slime Hub Wrestling says your finisher is the GTS, which makes complete yes. sense. But the difference yes. is his finisher is him jumping into the guy's arms <laughs> right. and putting himself and to sleep. Out. Right, yeah. right. So it's uh, the I I GTS. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fantastic gimmick in finisher. I just, snor- actually. Yeah. I just snorted. <laughs> oh man, that'd be good. It's like the spinneroony, but I like put myself in a pinfall. Or so let me see the, awesome. let me, So Brandon, go ahead for the video version of the podcast. Go ahead and do the uh, the taunt that you would do for the GTS because Booker T obviously does it the five time. Yeah, he what does the five do? time. So I'd be like. <laughs> And then I just dive right in right. So to, Brandon, the, to the knee. Yeah. Brandon doesn't know how to describe things in audio form for our friends in audio land, but he's putting the, the night-night, like the two hands to his cheeks on right. both sides. So that's what he's doing right now. Basically, what he's just stealing CM Punk's way of right. doing it because CM Punk but did that for his finisher. Sides, you know? But he does it's it on different. both sides. He's yeah. bisexual with it. That's right. Right. Okay, so curious, man. He's bi-curious with his taunt. So. Always question. <laughs> Always question everything, Brandon. Yeah. Oh, but speaking of our commentary, we're getting a little bit uh, sidetracked. Uh, I did have some some shit to talk last show. Uh, the last time we commentated, it wasn't mm-hmm. live, but in studio, a.k.a. Jim Ross and uh, uh, New Japan style. I uh, had some shit to talk about. One, Ashley Mayberry, and I guess she found out. So I did want to show this clip. This is a little preview. I, I don't even know if I'm supposed to show this, but screw it. Adulation and the cheers from this crowd. But at what cost, Brandon? Pulling for her, all right? Then we're gonna do well. Oh, look at this. Yeah, that's what you get, Jimmy. 
Take that. Obviously heard what I had to say to her. That's right. Ashley Mayberry. I really don't like her now. Wow. So yeah. Look at that. Had a little You're a celebrity. Had a little jacket thrown at me. <laughs> so okay. Guess she heard what I had to say about her, but oh oh well. Oh man. You should have kept the jacket, man. I should have, but I gave, it, then, I gave yeah. it to one of the like one of the people to give it back to her. I, I really should have. Uh, I should have at least got, you know. Yeah, yeah, done one of those. Yeah, throwing it back in the ring. Oh well, uh, it's not my yeah, fault. It's not my fault that people don't like me. You know. All right, but all in all, it, it was it was definitely a cool experience. Uh, being that close and then sort of having to commentate on it, just you're like engaged into it like even more so. And it brought out like a lot of energy, you know. It's a different kind of energy than just being there. Absolutely, just it. like yeah. it was. It was taxing though, man, because it's like literally yeah. you're. You know, it's not like okay when you're at shows, you get a minute to rest, you get a minute to look at your phone, you get a minute to comment, comment or, or something. But uh, I have so much respect. I, I remember, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, but I, when I went to Raw reunion, I was just staring at Renee Young. Corey Graves and Michael Cole, and I just had this newfound respect for them because I was like, they do this every week, you know, they do this every week. I, I can't even imagine, like, I was literally like, I mean, we did, what, three hours straight of yeah. commentary? I mean, you, no bathroom breaks, no nothing. Like, we were just commentating the whole time. And, and, and like I said, you have to engage, you know, just like you said, it's a different experience. You have to call, when you're calling things, you know, you, you got a camera on you too, or and you can't... There can't be a minute of you going like, <sighs> like you can't even do that or something. Right. Like you can't look away. You have to be engaged in the match. And that being said, though, I think we we saw, I, I said it at the time on commentary. I said, I think this is the best knockout wrestling show I've seen. And I thought it was just being biased. But the general consensus from the entire locker room was, yes, this is one of the best shows they've ever had. They drew a crowd of 400 at, the v, at Via Entertainment uh, and they want to come back. Um, the coolest thing though, uh, and again, I won't spoil it cause I don't want to spoil his character. Um, somebody called us back when he didn't need to, and I just want to give him a shout out. Uh, thank you very much, man. It meant a lot, uh, because you know, there's a separation of office and, and locker room. Uh, so we were kind of called back. I wasn't going to just go back there, you know, obviously, uh, we were called back to have cake and celebrate the show and things like that. And. Uh, it meant a lot. I was I was part of the huddle and got to see the aftermath of the show. Brandon was too, obviously. Uh, that meant more to me than even the commentary. And then for people to to be like, oh, I was listening to your commentary when I was like at ringside, and I could hear some of the things you were saying. And you're good. Like both of you are really good. You know, uh, you got other people saying we got the best commentators in Florida, and I'm like, you really feel that way? Like you got the best commentators in Florida? Like you know and. That means a lot, man. It's like, again, it's our first show. It's our first show, but just the, the hype and the vibe was so positive on that show. Um, I have nothing but good things to say, and, and I'm excited to say, I think, you know, this might be a regular thing. Um, I think we're coming back. We're going to do our best to come back August 24th at the next show. Uh, it's called Roll Call. So if you're all in the air in Eustis, Florida, I think it's the Lake County High School, if I'm not mistaken, uh, come out and see us. Come out and see us. Brandon, you want to summarize the experience, though? Yeah, uh, like I said, very cool, cool to do. Like you said, newfound respect for people that do commentary, and especially, you know, like you said, 
uh, you're watching Graves, uh, Renee, and, and Cole, and you know you got to do this every week, and you got to be on. And also, just the the workers themselves appreciate it. Like you said, it was cool that one guy came up to us. He's like, "Man, you know, I was listening to the commentary on the show. You made me seem like you know I'm on TV. I'm like this big deal." Yeah, and it's like I guess it's like you know you don't think about that, but it's like the way you talk about people, you put them over, like you know that, that yeah. helps them out, or they they appreciate exactly. that. You know? That's yeah. a good point to make, man. And yeah, he came over and you just like, I felt like a star. And it's like, that's what it's about, man. It's not about us. It's not, you know, obviously this podcast is so we can talk about it a little bit. But in that show, you know, we're, we're just kind of on the side. Obviously, people interacted with us. That's so cool. But I hope it enhanced their character by interacting with us. You know what I mean? The whole point is to kind of put eyes on them. That's our role. And for him to say that, it meant a lot because that's literally, you know, Brandon, when we've recorded commentary in the past, because, you know, this is the, the third time we've done commentary for them. Uh, we've mm -hmm. done it two times in the past, but kind of like in studio watching the clips. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we spoke, we literally were like, okay, let's find a way. Like, I don't care. And I'm not saying this about them. I'm just saying as a general statement, like, I don't care who they are. We're going to make them seem like the biggest stars in the history of professional wrestling. And we're going to put these guys over. And, you know, luckily, though, it's it's been easy because a lot of these guys are really talented. Guys and girls, I should yeah. say. I'm saying guys as a general statement. But the guys and girls are so talented yeah. in knockout wrestling. You know, I, I see some future stars in the making. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them in AEW or WWE in a couple of years. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see them at this stage of, of their career. But, yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, like, for him to say that, I meant that was it. That was worth it. That was worth every, you know, time my voice was hurting, and that was worth, you know, every time I had to sit next to Brandon. <laughs> for a long time. I don't say I did it. Car ride there, back, and commentary. Right. I mean, I was shoulder to shoulder brutal. with oh, Brandon man. for, like, the entire day. So close. Because, yeah, when we got there, we had to shoulder shoulder, so we were both on camera. Um, which, by the way, guys, yeah, if, if you look at that clip that I, I posted or that I, I played, I should say, uh, that is actually my computer that we use for the podcast. We did like a little last minute thing there. So that was pretty cool to get that going. Uh, but anyway, Brandon. Yeah, um, let's let's move into, into Raw. Okay, that you went to live. I didn't even know about. <laughs> that was, what was going on with That's this? hilarious that you didn't know that I went Raw. So, so let's talk. A uh, little backstory. And I think I've told a story in the podcast, but I you need context. Um, so basically, uh, in 2015, I decided to go to the Royal Rumble 2015. I flew into town. I was supposed to see it with a friend. Uh, unfortunately, his dad had a heart attack. Real life. This is what happens. So I had an extra ticket. Come to find out one of my other friends who lived in New York. His name's John Permal. Um, he was driving down to the Rumble, but he had tickets in the 300s. I told him, because I saw his uh, message while I was in the air flying to Philly. Um, I said, sell your ticket, pick me up from the airport, let's go. And he's like, okay, cool. So he did it, sold his ticket. Um, we sat in maybe row 100, you know, something like that. But anyway, point is, had fun. He dropped me off to the airport. My flight was at 6 a.m. and I flew straight out. Didn't have a hotel, nothing. Um, it's funny how things come full circle. I wasn't supposed to go to Raw. I didn't, I just didn't have a reason to. But for some reason, I did switch with my coworker. I was supposed to close that night, and I switched to open. And I begged him for a favor. 
And I don't know, sometimes you just know things, I guess is why, right? Um, sure enough, I get a message from the same guy, John. He's like, hey, I'm flying into Tampa. Can you pick me up from the airport and let's go to Raw Reunion? We've come full circle. That's literally what happened. We did that. Um, so we went to Raw. Uh, I got a last-minute ticket. So John and I didn't actually have tickets in the same section, though. We couldn't find tickets mm-hmm. in the same section. Uh, so John was in, like, Club 217. I was in, like, Section 128, which was right next to the ramp. Uh, pretty, pretty good view. Um but what was cool about it, I mean, first of all, let me throw up this picture right here so you can see. I don't believe for a second one person that tells you anything about Raw uh, Raw Reunion being any less than jam-packed and sold out. Because as you can see from my picture right here, uh, it was absolutely sold out. Can you see that? Brandon? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Austin said it was a legit sellout. No, legit. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. I 100% legit sellout. Um yeah, so someone's asking what I think about Raw Reunion. Yes, I was there, so that's what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so we, I mean, we, I got him from the airport at 7, we jumped to Raw. I mean, it was, it was awesome. And then uh, I met, I met this guy. I don't know if you know this guy, everybody. But I met this guy right here. Uh, uh, one Mr. <laughs> Mr. Josiah Williams of Wrestle and Flow. Uh, he's a WWE employee now. I met him there. Uh, he was pretty cool, man. That It was just cool of him, uh, you know, come up and say hi to me. Uh, we took that picture. Um, now I told him I had a shirt for him, which was true. Uh, so the funny part, and I'm going to, I'm going to get philosophical for you all. So bear with me a second. Uh, but I told him I had a shirt and I forgot it in the car. So, which was true. I did forget in the car. Um, so when I went to security, there's just this one guy, like older, older Italian dude. And I was like, Hey, if I go out, is there a way to get back in? And he's like, no, nobody gets reentry. Go back to your seat, that kind of thing. And I'm like, all right, dude. So I go up to another person. I'm like, hey, is there, you know, same question. And they're like, no. And so I tell myself, I'm not going to go back to my seat. I'm going to find a way to get out, get the shirt, and come back. So, guys, my philosophical part of that is I told myself there is a way, and I would find a way. Sometimes that's all you got to do. So sure enough, I go up to another group of security guards. I go up to them and said, hey. Uh, question, guys, and I say it like this. I say, question, uh, I have a gift that I forgot in my car. It's for a WWE employee. Is there a way I can get to my car to grab the shirt and come back? I know no reentry is allowed, but uh, I did promise him this gift. Obviously, he's only in town for one night only. And then so they kind of converse, and they go, yeah, go to guest services. Tell the guy my story, and he goes, all right, cool. He goes, give me your ticket. So he writes down my name, and he says, this guy is allowed reentry. At nine o'clock, because at, at the time it was like eight forty-five, um, and so yeah, I mean, he escorted me down, you know, to to there, told everybody, he said, "Hey, this guy's allowed back in," and then I went off, and and so, not saying that to to brag, I was just, I just felt so good about myself. I was like, you know what, I did find a way, like I said. So guys, if you just believe in yourself, sometimes you know shit can happen. Because I mean, I asked three security guards, and they all said no. And it, it took that group, that fourth group, uh, to say yes. And that's all you need sometimes is that one yes. And then sure enough, I went and grabbed that, came back. And then I texted uh, Josiah, like, hey, I got it for you, man. And then so he comes, he, he you know, I'm kind of seated above him where he is. He's on the side of the ramp. And so he kind of just points and he goes like this, come down. He basically says, come down. So I come down and uh, 
uh, he doesn't know this meant a lot to me, but I, cause I, you know, I played it cool, but I'll, I'll say it on air. Uh, he said, Hey, can you fit through there? And so I was like next to the stage, you know, for raw for a little bit talking to him. And, uh, when I gave him the shirt, he took a picture of it, of him, you know, holding it and stuff. And I don't know what that's for. If it's just for him, if he's going to post on social media, like I couldn't care less. The whole point is like, he was really gracious, um, about it. I got to stand on the floor for raw for a little bit. And uh, just really cool stuff, man. He a WWE employee did yell at us and say he needs to get back to his seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, just really, just really cool stuff, man. Really cool stuff. And uh, that alone would have made my Raw experience great. But uh, the show itself was really good, man. I mean, did you see what they opened with? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I saw. I watched the clips, of course, as I went back and checked it out. And then I saw Cena and opened the show, and I was like, "Oh snap! I definitely got to see this." Because uh, we haven't seen Cena in a little bit, and uh, he popped out, and uh, I was marking out a little bit. And do you want uh, to see how close I was? Because like, it's yeah. funny. It's funny because I, uh, again, I bought the seats, and they said limited view. But what they meant by it was like I couldn't see the Titantron. But look how close these are. And again, camera doesn't do it justice. But here, here's the clip of John Cena coming out. <laughs> Wow, yeah, you look pretty close. Yeah, and again, the cameras don't do it justice. That's the unfortunate part. Like, they look always a further than they are. But, oh man, like, I really loved the angle that we were at because I, we could see people coming through the curtain Yeah. the whole night. And uh, it created a different experience because, like, you got to see the people, like, right when they came out. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, usually they cut to them on stage, uh, but you would see, like, Seth Rollins come out and, like, kind of, like, warm up a little bit and then kind of go off. So it's cool to see all these people hit the curtain. Um, what? You... Yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna ask if you got to see any of the like returning, like legends, like besides like Josiah. Did you get to run into anybody else while you no, were there? No, man. And, oh, okay. and, and he was already gracious enough to kind of just like, right, me yeah, to, like, hang out yeah, there. Yeah, I was, I, there was yeah, no, there was no yeah. way, there was no way I was gonna push that, um, you know, further. And no, I mean it's not like I. It's not like we were backstage. We were just right by the, the, you know, right by the stage, right by the crowd. So no, no, nothing like that, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tout myself like, oh, look at me, like I was, <laughs> you know, we did something. It it was just fun. Like honestly, it was cool as a wrestling fan, um, to get that experience. Were you surprised about uh, Rikishi coming out too? Nah, no, he was advertised. You got, oh, he's all right. Okay. Uh, so, what did you think about the show, man? Since I was at it, I mean, what did you think about it? How did it come across to the uh, the television viewers there, Brandon? If Look, you saw it, yeah. For, well, from what I saw, it was cool seeing all the legends come back and stuff. Like I said, I hadn't seen um, uh, I hadn't seen Cena in a while, so it was cool to see Cena back. Uh, of course, at the end when they brought all the legends out, and then of, co- of course the big one, Stone Cold. Uh, I had no idea this was going to be a reunion show because I wasn't keeping up with it. So I was like, "Oh shit, they got they got us a big time show here in Tampa." I guess since we're getting Mania, they hooked us up with a That's true. Show. I didn't I didn't think about yeah. that. I didn't think about that being the reason. But I was literally like telling uh, telling John, um, the guy I went with, I should say. Right. Um, I was telling him like, yeah, Tampa usually gets horrible shows. Like, I'm scorned of going from Tampa to going to Tampa shows, and you're right. with me. I told him this. We were at a yeah. Denny's afterwards eating, and I literally said, yeah, uh, we had to endure. Uh, well, you weren't there for this one, <laughs> but I said uh, in uh. 2009 they had been postponing Little People's Court for weeks, yeah. <laughs> for weeks, 
And then uh, me and a friend Jared went, and then they were like, dun, 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 tonight, Little People's Court. And I yeah. remember, you know, there was a, a wrestling forum that I used to run, uh, Ant Dogs, AntDogs.com, which is the namesake right. is uh, the guy who hosts this podcast. Um, yeah, they were, I remember getting messages from people on that board, and they were like, I can't believe Kenny's sitting at this crap right now. It's <laughs> literally what people were saying is like, I can't believe Kenny is at this crap right now. Right. And that's how, trust me, that's how exactly how it felt. And then, and, uh, uh, Brandon, I, I was going to say, I was going to let you talk about the other one since you were there. Go ahead, Brandon. I, tell, tell them about the other one. Yeah, I remember, I remember he was all excited. He was like, man, we're getting Battleground here for a pay-per-view. So he like got me to take a day out of work. And we like, paid to get That's tickets. That's true. I was so damn yeah. excited for that event. I remember that. He was like, man, we're getting a pay-per-view. He's like, let's go. <laughs> and we freaking dropped to the pay-per-view. I was like watching it. And then like at the end of the pay-per-view, he's like, God, this is the worst show ever. It <laughs> sucks, man. <laughs> was it not? Was it not, though? You know what? It was a pay-per-view. You know, we got a pay-per-view. That's all I'll say about it that. It was the worst damn pay-per-view <laughs> in the history well, of professional yeah. wrestling. Right. Well, that's why. So that's why it sort of got the stigma. Is like, oh, yeah, they come to Tampa, we get a crummy show. But I will say, in fantasy, we did get the CM Punk Rock uh, confrontation that we were there for, which was good. But which was a good show. So they haven't given us all. Like stinkers, we got some good ones. So yeah, like I said, I was, I was surprised that, that that we got this uh, reunion show because I didn't know it was going to happen. Um, it was really cool. I, I, you know, just as a fan that's been watching for a little bit, seeing those legends back and all. But and, you know, I oh they you know they got the ratings bump and everything. But was it a good show? In that, did it build towards SummerSlam? Uh no. No, 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 absolutely not. I, I, I didn't think it did crap. Oh, uh, Slam Hub Wrestling, by the way, because I guess you you didn't specify. He was asking which battleground. It was Battleground 2014. Okay, yeah. Uh, it was the one where Chris Jericho f- fought Bray Wyatt. Um, I also remember uh, Seth Rollins attacked Dean Ambrose like on the way to his rental car or something because the shield had just broken up. Like For all intents and purposes, on paper, it looked like it was going to be a good pay-per-view. You were excited. Like, it was just not a good pay-per-view whatsoever. And I I don't to this day I don't understand what happened. Especially right. when you had Bray Wyatt versus like Chris Jericho on the card. Right. And yeah, oh yeah, right, right. And even though the show I think they did a good job of sort of mixing in the legends with the current talent. So it wasn't just like it was just constantly putting over the older guys or whatever. Right. But you know, at the same time, you know, you know, was it a good show in that? Did it build toward, you know, their big main pay-per-view? You know, I don't know. Do I care? I mean, no. Like, Not really. It, yeah, it was, I, was, I was fine with it. If they were going to do a nostalgia show, this is the week to do the nostalgia show. Uh, well, I, it, it was very last minute. Let, let's admit that. Like, it was a very last minute thing that they did. And uh, I was happy because, like I said, I wasn't going to go to Raw. But I think that's probably what they saw. They probably were like, oh, the people aren't buying tickets for this thing. So we got to right. find a way to get them to buy tickets. Uh, Do you think they're going to be doing this from now on? Like announcing, Oh, somebody, so-and-so is going to be at this pay-per-view. So-and-so is going to be at this house show to sort of they, generate they some buzz for it. They always do yeah. that. They, but apparently this was USA networks call, like to basically be, wow, like, be like, yeah, let's, we want, you know, we want a little bit of a ratings bump here. Let's see what happens. Yeah. 
So I mean, uh, hey, good for them. It worked. It worked on this, and apparently it worked uh, for SmackDown as well. Even though they got a little. Talk. Oh, we got to talk. I guess it carried over. We're gonna talk about SmackDown a little bit. Don't yeah. worry. Because uh, yeah. I called that shit so bad. There was there was something to happen on SmackDown that I was hoping would happen, and sure enough, it did. Uh, so it made me happy. Just made me happy. But here, uh, I guess in closing about Raw Reunion, uh, Raw yeah. Reunion was an amazing show, like I said. And uh, I'm going to share this this photo of me and John that he took. And I'll read it to you. Uh, for those in audio land, I'll read it to you. Um, so here's me and John. And this is from John's Facebook. Uh, so he says, hours ago... Raw reunion was not very likely, but everything lined up and it was meant to be. Not sure how it came across on TV, but very exciting WWE event here in Tampa at the Amelie Arena. I think I will go almost anywhere you have Hulk Hogan and Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Super thrilled I got to spend the evening with my boy, Kenny. Uh, our airport pickup drop-offs really did come full circle after four years. Happy you got a battleground redemption. Happy I got <laughs> happy I got my Steve Austin redemption. Damn. Hearing that glass shatter is magical. Uh, can we talk about that glass shattering? Uh, because Brandon, let me ask you this. I mean, no, you mm-hmm. did, you did. But I don't. Mm-hmm. You did you ever get to see Austin in his prime though? Did you ever get to see Austin when he was a wrestler? Live, I should say. Oh no, no, I didn't get to see him live. When he was an active wrestler, no. Now that I think about it, yeah, um, because so, I don't think he came. Because I don't think they had like a reunion show or anything here when he was here, like on a like a Raw twenty five sort of thing. What? I I don't think. Oh, damn it! You got me. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said you never saw Stone Cold. What? <laughs> what? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Were, what? were you one of those guys? The beer chance. What? what <laughs> Of course, I was one of the dudes that did the what chat. Come on. I wasn't going CM Punk. CM (laughs) Punk, though. Don't worry. Shit, even CM Punk. Because it is built for SummerSlam. Uh, This is what I was going to tell you in relation to Austin. Hogan came out. Flair came out. Shawn Michaels came out. Triple H. So many guys. Uh, And I've seen wrestling. I saw Austin as prime. Yeah. And I saw a lot of these guys. You know, Hogan back in 2002, things like that. You know, uh, no one ever, I don't care what organization, I don't care if it's New Japan, I don't care if it's AEW, TNA, WCW, whatever. No pop compares to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's what John was trying to convey in his message. He was saying hearing that glass shatter is magical. If you've never experienced that in person, you don't know what it's like to hear a pop. That's it makes me wonder what the Road Warriors pop was was like back in the day because people mm. used to claim that you remember because remember the term is Road Warrior pop. So they had to have gotten big reactions. But I'm wondering if it's up there with Stone Cold Steve Austin because I mean I don't the bad part is I didn't catch it when he came out when the pop hit but you know I caught a little bit of his entrance so we'll, we could watch that right yeah. now. Stuttering and, and you can't even you can't even watch the footage properly. These people, by the way, holding the HBK yeah, sign. The, the yeah. people holding the HBK sign are pissing me off. Because, like the cameras went off and they're still holding it up, and it was just like guys, pick your spots, pick your spots. Um, 
FNS. Character in wrestling, but it's not about his booking even. It's just like there's something just magical about Steve Austin. Like this, nobody compares to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like I don't care what you say, and 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 that's why when people go, oh, the Attitude Era was something different. It's like absolutely, absolutely yes. And the Rock can get the the Rock gets uh, almost as good a pop, but no one gets a pop like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Even at the Raw reunion show, no one got the pop Stone Cold Steve Austin got. So that would be my summary of the Raw reunion, Brandon. There you go. You popped. You marked out. So now, so moving over to SmackDown. Did you go to SmackDown too? I did not or go so to SmackDown. Drove, drove uh, out of Miami. No, I did not go. This the Monday ended. Uh, linked up with my, Chris. I was gonna say Chris Van Vliet did go to. Yeah, uh, yeah that would have been cool. That would have been cool if I had seen Josiah on Monday, and then Chris Van Vliet on uh, on. Uh, on Tuesday, because I definitely would have given him this XL shirt of <laughs> that is actually Brandon's. Uh, right. This XL shirt, because <laughs> he probably would fit into it. <laughs> A candy for your thoughts podcast, but oh well, oh well, Brandon. Yeah, well, yeah. So, what did you think of SmackDown? Did you like it better than Raw? I mean, it built more, I guess, towards SummerSlam than than Raw did. But absolutely, it was it was more of like. An, a weekly show here right yeah. um truthfully it's still a good show right truthfully you'll probably have to be the one to cover uh to cover this one because i saw this at about 3 a.m last night uh i put my daughter to bed and then i kind of snuck back in the living room and, and watched uh watched uh smackdown on silent not on silent i should say but like really low so that she wouldn't wake up so, right uh, I did. I did see the uh, the Charlotte the Charlotte Ember Moon stuff. That was pretty good. Dude, that's crazy. Like Ember Moon, kind of nowhere, I guess. Absolutely. But I mean, what, what's to complain about? You know, they're this is what people wanted, right? They wanted right. They didn't want Charlotte. You can't complain stuff, at all right? because yeah. they didn't want Charlotte to to win. You know what I mean? So uh, this is this is what you asked for, guys. Now that you got it. Now people are harping on the fact that, like, they're like, oh, the women only got a minute or something or, or whatever it was. And it was just like, guys, like, you know. They're going to save it for the pay-per-view, right? Right. Like, something something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it can't just be every week something, you know. Uh, I was okay with that one. I was definitely okay with that one. Oh, but Brandon, yeah, you know, man. before we get more into SmackDown, oh, yeah. I did want to talk. I mean, let, let's segue a little bit here because we've neglected right. to talk about AEW. Have you heard the news today? No, no, what's going on in AEW world? So if you look at the graphic right this way, uh, you can see that uh, that is actually uh, for their first show, their first weekly show, I should say, that's going to be happening on October 2nd, 2019 at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. Fantastic. In Washington, D.C. So tickets will be on sale soon, but it is... AEW's first show. They did not announce a name, by the way. So I'm wondering if a lot of people have been thinking that the show was going to be called Wednesday Night Dynamite because it is going to be on Wednesday, by the way. But now I'm kind of thinking it's just going to be called AEW on TNT. Like it might not even have a name. It's just AEW. Right. Yeah. Does it even need? Does it need a catchy and that's what it was name thinking, title like, like that? It whatever. At this point, yeah. Because you have the NBA on TNT. It kind of is just right on. You know, it's not like NBA. Wednesday night, you know, slam dunk, right. <laughs> you know, something cheesy. It's it's literally just NBA on TNT, and you tune in. Right. Um, so I would totally be okay with, uh, you know, with this being AEW on TNT and us just getting a weekly show. 
Um, they they really got to hit it out of the park with this one, I think, man. This I think is, so. I think this is a make or break break episode right here. It's the first one, but it should be good, man. They can pull out all the stops. Um, I mean, they've been showing us a lot during these pay per views. I don't even know how they're going to be able to top themselves, especially after uh, probably the, the Chicago show is probably going to be pretty lit. But I mean, they got to do it. So if they want to compete anyway. Hey, I just got invited to an 80s-themed party at The Basement, which is an 80s bar in Tampa. Ooh. Who, wait, who's sliding the DMs? Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain, explain Brandon. Okay. People what invite me to sing. Wow. I know they don't wow. invite you. No. No, they certainly don't. They certainly don't. Oh, man. This is crazy. Who, who is this, man? Who, who's sliding into this guy's DMs right now and inviting him out to 80s clubs? I can't, I can't comment on these things, Brandon. Uh, how, how old are these people? My age? Alright. I'm not like you, Brandon. Sure. I don't have to resort I don't have to resort to younger people who find me cool. <laughs> oh man. Wait, is this uh is this work work people? Is, uh... I guess te- old work people technically, yeah. Oh, okay. Does it matter, okay. Brandon? Why are you trying to find right. out? Brandon's trying to find right. out where like, where the party is. Brandon's like, gonna show up drunk. Brandon's gonna show up drunk as shit. <laughs> and Brandon's <laughs> I don't want to show up. I just want to make sure you know you're having a good time. I was just making sure. You just, just you just want to make sure I'm not having a good time is what you just said? No, no, that you are having a whoa, good time. Whoa, we're going to run that tape back because I'm pretty <laughs> sure you said we're going to we're gonna make sure that you're not having a good time. Guys, if you're on the chat right now, can you please confirm for me wow. that what that's what Brandon said? Because I heard not. I heard not. Uh, yeah, so opinion, you know. We're, somebody's asking, uh, Slam Hub Wrestling's yeah. asking our opinion on the possible match between Charlotte Flair and uh, Trish Stratus at SummerSlam. Hey, I was reading that we were trying to work out the kinks. Yeah. You were. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> how would you feel? Because I, I was literally like, yeah, but we're like two weeks to go to SummerSlam. Like, would this be a smart thing to do with like no build Bump for it, a Toronto man. Especially, it's Trish, right? She's, but it's she's they're in Toronto. Yeah, I guess I guess it gives it a ratings bump though because like yeah. it's the same thing like Raw reunion. They only announced it like two weeks to go, and everyone was like, "Oh crap, we gotta buy tickets." Yeah. So I mean, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Trish Stratus at I, SummerSlam? I like it. Man. They gotta give Charlotte something to do. Charlotte's too big time to be jobbing around with somebody else. I think this is like a SummerSlam worthy opponent match for a talent of her caliber. I, I agree, and uh, but then like, wouldn't you make her look strong going into SummerSlam? Like, not just job out to Ember Moon. I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. They had to get Moon in there. Look, that it's fifty fifty booking, right? It works out because even though she jobbed out, it, it gave an opportunity to Ember Moon, and Charlotte still gets a marquee match. So we're all happy, I guess. But since we're back on SmackDown, Brandon. Um, I mean, any uh-huh. moments on SmackDown oh, that stood out to you? About, uh, don't, don't get into the main event. We're gonna do a big discussion uh, on that. But anything else? Man, that's really what I wanted to. Well, yeah, it's again. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Anything okay. else that you want to get into before we get into that? Uh oh, yeah, we're we're liking. Oh, we're liking. Um, yes, yes, Kofi, yes, Kofi, and the and the man. Randall, Randall Orton. Man. I literally said anything else you want to get into before we get into Kofi and Randy Orton. And so your response was, yeah, yeah Kofi and yeah. Randy Orton. Well, no, was is it, there was anything it, else? Was it Reigns and Owens, technically? Oh. 
kind of the main no okay guys this is what i have to deal with okay i'm sorry i'm sorry all right let's get it yeah so kevin i think kevin and, and reigns and shane i think that's that's the other big big plot going on here we like what kevin owens is doing is he the next stone cold that, that that was actually a big critique that everybody got. I, I'm also I'm trying to get our live back on Instagram if I look like I'm fiddling. Um, yeah, that was actually the biggest critique of people on Raw reunion, which was like, uh, how do you have Stone Cold on Raw and you don't have Kevin Owens show up and uh, you know interact or at least like stare down, right? Like some, something like that. And uh, how'd you feel about that, Brandon? I know we're getting back to to Raw a little bit, but how'd you feel about that? It would have been cool if he was there. I understand, but if they couldn't get, I, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't have some of the guys down since the show was in Miami. So it was kind of a, you know, big market. I figured maybe they would have some of the other stars there. But you know, they had Shawn Michaels there, so I guess that, you know, that was that was enough. Maybe they didn't need to have all those guys there. Maybe the, you know, those superstars just in and out. Um, I, it's it's okay, you know. It's not it's not gonna kill me. I'm sure they'll meet up down the road at some point. I, I Probably hope at Mania so. or I, something like I, cross paths. Right, Mania would actually be a really good, especially yeah. hopefully if they get Kevin Owens up to that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Slamo Wrestling says, "LOL, Brandon forgot the notes for SmackDown." I think that's exactly what happened. What else happened on SmackDown? Let's test this, Brandon. What else happened on SmackDown? <laughs> There's, there's all sorts oh, he's of reading. I see, that have I see him reading. What are you, what are you talking I about? See, oh, I see he's looking well, at notes. Let me I'm guess. Looking, let me guess. I'm Wait, looking hold on, at, hold on. I'm hold looking on. at a steering oh, wheel right now. Bleacherreport.com. <laughs> no, but what I should. What website is it? Bleacher Report probably got better notes than what I'm looking <laughs> at right now. <laughs> God damn it. Come on, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start using Bleacher Report right now. Brandon, it's other, things like this on why, why we're gonna be doing a town hall later. They're slacking. We still They're got the slacking. town hall to go. This is extra That's right, long yeah. episode. Yeah, we're wasting time here. Let's no, get to no, the town hall. I made sure to make this extra long episode. Go ahead, uh, Brandon. Is that it? Is that it? Uh, oh, you know who looks great? I must say, together, especially. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Oh, I saw them again. I can't remember. I was just Deville. like, wow. This is fantastic. How come they're not on TV more? Why did they like stop the push? I felt like they were pushed them, and now they've like cooled it a little bit. But now they're kind of bringing it back. They need more screen time. More screen time for Mandy and Sonia. That's what I want to say. I agree. No, I absolutely agree. I think uh, these two, nobody's giving them credit because everybody likes to give WWE shit. Actually, let's talk about that because that, that cl- the clip I showed of the Raw crowd, which I'll show again. Yeah. Everybody did not focus on the fact that Raw was sold out. You know what they focused on? I don't have a clip of it. But they were like, look at this crappy attendance for the SmackDown house show. Who the who the hell oh, cares yeah, about yeah, the yeah. SmackDown house show when there was a Raw reunion? So they want to focus on this. And people say, look at the crowd that showed up to this. I can't believe WWE would do this. This is this. But it's like WWE's still making money off that show, guys. Right. Like, they didn't expect to sell out a SmackDown house show that was competing with Raw reunion. Right. Do, do you think they'll cut down like on their live yeah, I think, shows here I don't and there? think they should have. I don't think they should have like things going head to head. I'll, I'll say that like, that, like right, that. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's already booked. The arenas are already booked. What are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? Just not go. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't make it out to that one as well. You know. I don't know yeah, where that one was. I don't think it was. Any... I think this didn't it say it was like it was in Fort Myers or something like was that. Was it really? 
I think it was well, that's somewhere why. in Florida. That's somewhere. why, because stupid Fort Myers and, and all of those somewhere. places. Like, yeah, I have to see where it was. The crowd always sucks in like places like that. The crowd usually sucks <laughs> in Tampa, for that matter. But like, Tampa <laughs> came to play. Tampa yeah, came to play this the, time. All the old were out. Oh, it's true. <laughs> so many people up. were yeah. like, "Is that?" The one guy was like, "Is that fucking Razor Ramon?" Oh shit, yeah, man, Razor Ramon. Yeah. And, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Oh, look at the Big Daddy Cool Diesel!" Like that's right. that was worth the price of admission alone. That guy, right? The way he was talking. <laughs> oh, there's one other thing I want to ask you about. Uh, it's not necessarily SmackDown related, but it is related to uh, Seth Rollins. I wanted to know how you felt about Seth Rollins. And Becky Lynch, for that matter. Are you sort of annoyed with the characters? No. Now, or do you, no, know, you think they're, they're coming off as cringy? No, I mean... Um, Are you glad they got their championship runs? I'm glad they got their championship runs. I mean, every character kind of goes through this, you know what I mean? It's it's not not anything bad. I mean, Seth Rollins, the thing... Everyone's giving Seth Rollins shit for that segment with the click, but... Uh, just FYI, guys, that was supposed to be Ricochet in that, but Ricochet, oh, I think, yeah. has an elbow infection, so uh, so he's not medically cleared right now. Um, so Seth Rollins wasn't even supposed to be a part of that segment. They were supposed to give the rub to uh, to Ricochet, but I mean, he Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins is getting a lot of shit too. Like everyone's giving Seth Rollins shit for his social media, saying like, "Well, Dean Ambrose uh, or John Moxley, I think he's still calling him Dean Ambrose." You know what I mean? He's keeping the the kayfabe wwe kayfabe alive he's like dean ambrose is taking food off of my table and and blah 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 so you know i'm coming for him and everyone's harping like harking on these comments am i saying the word right harking harping jumping yeah maybe harping yeah har- i said it, you see i said it correctly and then i went yeah, to correct yeah, myself yeah. and that's stupid you see kids confidence kids confidence but um yeah, I mean, uh, people are just jumping down Seth Rollins' throat off of that one and saying, "Oh, you're you're a millionaire. How the hell is he taking food off your table?" And it's like, guys, I think, I don't think he was speaking literally. Like, he's not like, "Oh, he's taking food off my table." It's just the drive and the competitiveness that he has in him that he's like, you know, I'm okay. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna be against me, like, I'm gonna make sure that you lose. You know, again, Renee Young still works there. I'm sure her and Seth Rollins have a good relationship. I'm sure he still talks to John Moxley. But, yeah, in a competitive sense, if he's on Raw and then AEW is on Wednesday, he's going to basically say, yeah, I'm going to make sure the show's better than you. That's the reason why Seth Rollins is a top guy. Mm. Because he's competitive. And people are like, you see, this is why Roman Reigns has been Vince's baby because Seth Rollins has foot and mouth disease. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's like you need this guy to kind of be a badass. Like, like, can you imagine if our podcast was like, you know, we like other podcasts. This is good. No, we literally, we should be talking like we're the best damn podcast Kenny in wrestling history. Kenny is getting in fights with women in the stands. This is how passionate he is. Oh, the fight for the fallen thing. No, That's I right. didn't get into a fight with anybody. <laughs> get a fight with her. Get a fight with with other podcasters. She, li- she literally was just like, She literally was just like, "Oh, no one cares what you think, dude." Not to me, but to some other guy. While uh-huh. all night she was saying opinions uh, to stuff. By the way, guys, if you haven't noticed in Audio Land, I'm wearing like cheap iPhone headphones. It's because what I usually wear, the AirPods were like just completely jacked up. Like everything that could have gone wrong before we went on air went wrong. My AirPods didn't work. My laptop didn't work. My Skype uninstalled itself. 
Brandon was just sitting there with like a like a looking like like a deer in headlights. Like it was just horrible. It was just horrible. That's right. Well, Fernando Speaking. says, wait, shut oh, yeah. the hell up, Brandon. Fernando, right. <laughs> Fernando says, I went to war on Instagram for defending Rollins and and are blinded by not accepting his words and defend his company. So, yeah, I mean, it, exactly. Mm. It's like to me, it's like people people don't understand why Seth Rollins is is fighting, you know, like like they're saying he's kissing WWE's ass. And it's like, wouldn't you be the flag bearer of the company that you work for if you're passionate right. about what you do? You can call him a kiss ass. I just say he wants to be at the top of his game. Mm. Simple as that. Because I compared it to this. I'm going to say it like this. I love AEW. You guys, you know, I've been to Fight for the Fallen. Like, I'm so excited for October. When we were at Fight for the Fallen, at the end of Fight for the Fallen, what happened? Cody looked in the crowd and he says, Will will you be with us? Are you all all elite? Will you come with us in October to TNT? Is that not him rallying the troops for his company? But just because you're so fucking biased, bluntly, just because you're so fucking biased against the WWE, that's viewed as, look at what Cody's doing for AEW, while Rollins is viewed as, look at him kissing WWE's ass. It's the same thing. It's taking your company's ball, right here, you're taking your company's ball, and just running it. <laughs> this squeeze is, it. Squeeze, squeeze, them. Look, yeah. squeeze your company's balls. But, but no, it's, it's, I don't think anybody who works for WWE and says good things about them is a kiss ass. I don't know why there's this, there's this narrative that if, if someone says good things about WWE, that they're kissing Vince McMahon's ass. So it's like, okay, someone says something good about, so, so, so Chris Van Vliet's kissing Cody Rose's ass. You know, like you see how it seems like if I say that, because all he does is, is promote AEW. He was Right. No, Chris Van Vliet's awesome. Like, he's, you know, doing things for AEW. Like, did you just... By the way, did you see The Road to Fight for the Fallen, Episode 2? Uh, wait, was that the one with the it promo came... from... Hello? Yeah, yeah, was that the one with the, with the promo Why'd from, like... talking? Oh, I thought... Because you, like, started going, and then it, like... It seemed like it cut, like, when you stopped. So I thought yes. the audio, like... Slam Hub Wrestling, by the way, said said yeah. this on the chat, and I agree. Yeah. It, it, his question is, will Brandon be retiring the blur effect <laughs> after hitting 1,000 YouTube subscribers? Brandon, yes. will you do that? Yes. Yes, so yes. If, if you, you get... <laughs> yeah, if we get 1,000 YouTube subscribers, I will turn off this blur effect, goddammit. So Brandon... Make it happen. Brandon Spread will show word. you his dirty underwear on his bed right, right now, hanging on the side of his bed. The, the red underwear, underwear right there. That's right. Uh, he will show it to you if you let us hit 1,000 <laughs> subscribers on YouTube. And, and by the my, way, guys on YouTube motion. right now, please yeah. hit that like button. Hit that like button right now. That's right. We want a thousand a likes. Up. Yeah. If you get a video, a thousand likes, <laughs> oh, I'll just... give you a tour of the garage. You know, <laughs> that's for our Patreons. We're gonna be yeah. doing a, uh, a tour of Brandon's garage where he keeps his sex slaves. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so that being said, what were we talking about? I'm all I'm flustered. Sorry, yeah, we, yeah. I'm sorry. I got you. All right, let's let's get into to, to the meat potatoes here with, with Kofi, man. We, we gotta yes. get into Kofi let's get Norton. into this, and then we'll get into Stupid. the town hall and we go home. Damn it. That's so, right. Kofi, it was announced. Which screw it, I will show because I don't have it prepared. I'll show it. Uh, maybe for the, the listeners of our podcast, if you've been asking for context, maybe 
I'll show it to you. So they announced that Kofi was going to announce his uh, opponent for SummerSlam. And so I posted this. It says, Kofi Johnston, Kofi Johnson <laughs> to announce who he wants to face at Summerfest. And I, you know how much shit I got for that on social media? They're like, what? Uh, Brandon, do you... Do you understand the joke? Do that you understand the joke before I, before I explain it? Go on, explain. You don't explain know. Away. So basically, explain away. Know. Okay, so Kyle Bush, when they were doing the raw guest host back in 2009, 10, like the horrible, horrible time period where they were doing mm-hmm. raw guest hosts, uh, Kyle Bush was on there uh, with someone else. I can't remember who. Um, but Kyle Bush said, oh, yeah? Well, if you, if you think you... You know, you want to face somebody tonight. You'll face Kofi Johnson, Kofi Kingston, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> you, you hear this, ladies and gentlemen? Nobody's got meme game. <laughs> no, like a nobody understands right now. Nobody right? understood it. So he's it, busting out the deep cuts here. <laughs> I, I'm busting out the B list right here. The, that's right, man. <laughs> this is Jackie the, Phillip Bourbon. The ones that got stu- cut from the album. That's um, right. But then the other one. Uh, was Jeremy Piven was saying, uh, he's like, if you don't listen to me, you'll be banned from the Summerfest. And then uh, John Cena was like, you mean SummerSlam? And he's like, yeah, the, the SummerSlam. So that's, so my caption, if you all checked it out on social media, at the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, uh, the caption was, uh, hey, Kofi, don't you miss the Raw, raw guest hosts or something like that? So uh, that's why I said that. So anyway, getting into the beaten potatoes of it. So yes, Kofi Johnson announces his opponent at Summerfest. Uh, your references are just go over people's heads, man. <laughs> it's too, it's too the, deep. The funny part, These I, are like real fans right here. The funny part is I knew this one would go over everyone's head, but I still did it anyway. Um, anyway that's what separates this guy from everybody else. <laughs> so Tiff, Tiff's about to remove me from the list of husbands uh, because she <laughs> because she, I guess she asked me I'm looking at it now she says what time are you picking me up and I never gave a time uh, whatever time Brandon's chauffeuring me there we're gonna oh do I got a I got a chaperone is that what's going on yes what is this? right I require a chaperone Brandon oh dear <laughs> but anyway let's get into it because I'm so excited over this All right. Brandon yes. uh, I can I speak for the two of us. I don't know about other wrestling fans, but for years, the one thing we've been harping on is that Kofi Kingston stupid, stupid thing. <laughs> like, it became like, it, it took on a whole life of its own. Uh, we right. literally were like, always like, when Brandon would do something, you know, like, would piss me off or something. He I'd still like, does it. Yeah, still day. do it. I'm like, stupid. Yeah. Stupid. And, uh, yeah, whenever Randy Orton, actually, that's, that's whenever Randy Orton would wrestle somebody. And like it would be like a newer guy. It would be a newer guy. We'd be like, and he'd mess up or something. We'd be like, stupid, yeah. stupid. He's like, you need to slow down, stupid. <laughs> yeah, you need to slow down, stupid. Um, uh, and so yeah. I said it on social media on that post. Uh, you know, I'll read it. I'll read it verbatim. Screw it. I said, hey, hey, Kofi, don't you miss the raw guest host? But in all seriousness, who do you want to see face Kofi Kingston at SummerSlam? I really hope it's Randy Orton. Would be awesome if they called back to, quote-unquote, Orton holding him down and made the feud personal. Would absolutely love it. Call that shit. Crazy. I am, it, it's more, I'm not even happy that I called it as much as I'm happy that WWE went with that. Because I'm not, I'm not the only fan that probably thinks it. 
Uh, right. You know, I'm, is it? Yeah, is that really what happened? Like, did they just put the coolers on them? Like after they had that crazy match? Supposedly. Again, look, I'm not in the business. I don't yeah. know. Uh, because it could just be that this never happened. For all I know, it, this never happened, and they're just running just with the rumors. Okay, they're just yeah. running with the rumors. But supposedly what happened was uh, after Kofi you know, busted him open hard way before that spot, uh, November 2009, um, when Kofi, like, the whole stupid thing happened because Kofi was supposed to stay down for a punt kick. And instead, he kept getting up, and then Orton finally had to RKO him, and which is basically like stupid, like you know, like stay down, you up asshole. The spot, yeah, yeah. Um, supposedly, uh, what happened was um, Randy Orton basically went to management and said, "This guy's not ready for the main event," and basically used his stroke uh, to say, "Yeah, Kofi's not ready. Don't get you know, don't put him in the main event. I'm not going to work with some asshole like this, you know." And let's also talk about the fact that. You know, Kofi was a little bit greener at those times, probably. I'm not saying that, like, I know that. I'm saying probably. Uh, Orton was at the top of his game at that time. uh, But Orton was also kind of a dick at that time. He's gone on record as saying that. Like, you know, Kofi, uh, sorry, Randy Orton was the type of guy that would say shit like that. Uh, Randy Orton around that time got uh, Mr. Kennedy fired. If you remember that. Mr. Kennedy got fired because... Again, supposedly, uh, because uh, he dropped Orton on his head in his return match and then said, this guy's unsafe. He's injured all the time, and he's unsafe. He's trying to hurt other people, and they let Mr. Kennedy go. Uh, I don't know if that's the main reason, but, you know, that probably had some... Randy had some pull, probably, on on that stuff. Um, So, yeah. Um, Now we have a situation where Kofi Kingston has finally, finally got the WWE title. And Kofi's basically saying, you tried to hold me back during those times. And, like, now I want to face you. It's like, you know, we talked earlier in this episode about how I went to Philly, John picked me up. And now it's come full circle. And it's come full circle that I picked John up, we go to Raw reunion. The feeling, and it's minuscule because obviously it's just like a trip. But it's minuscule. It's like, but the feeling of like to finally complete it, it feels great. Yeah. Honestly, it's like a cool thing to have and a cool memory to have. So that being said, how cool is it to have as fans and as as the two wrestlers, Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton, for everything to come full circle now? Now we have a situation where Kofi's on top and he's basically saying, okay, Orton, you didn't believe in me, so I'm going to beat you now. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and you know what? I think since they didn't, end up going with Lesnar taking the title. I, I'd rather just Kofi get a big win now at SummerSlam Absolutely. and just keep hang on to the title. I mean, There's the hell, no reason not? for him to drop it now. And it's funny, though, yeah. because people are so fickle, man. I see all these things that, like, Kofi's had a boring run. He should drop the title. And it's like... This wait, could change that, you know. But, but yeah, he but hasn't on. had a boring run, man. Like, the Samoa Joe stuff has been great. Yeah. The Samoa Joe feud was, was amazing. I don't know how you call it boring. Uh, but like you said, this is next level. This is like Kofi's, this is Kofi's guy, if you will. This is the guy that can hold him down. You know what I mean? This is the guy he needs to be to be in the upper echelon of names, because of the perception that you know, or the truth, whatever it is, of Randy Orton holding him down ten years ago. Um, I actually tweeted this out at Kenny Podcast on Twitter. I said. They they should have a situation where Kofi comes out in his old gear and his old theme music for SummerSlam. 
Because to me, it would just add to that redemption story. I'm not saying go back. <laughs> you know, go back. You yeah, come but <laughs> I'm not saying Kofi should go back to that fully because yeah. he shouldn't. But it should be like his special SummerSlam attire. Air boom. He should come with the air boom. <laughs> the <laughs> bow, wow, wow, yeah. wow. No, but he should come out to, you know, his, his basically redeem that character. Come out in the old gear. Come out in the old stuff. I tweeted it at him, and I said, this is what Kofi should do. So hopefully, hopefully he does. You know, hopefully I have some influence on SummerSlam. <laughs> Kofi, you Look, got the gear. You got the gear still. Go ahead and do it. I mean, you ain't got Josiah on call. I mean, why don't you just tell him to put in a word? Like, look, make sure Kofi comes out in his old gear. This is fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> it's an exciting matchup. I'm excited about it. Fernando You're says Kofi and uh, Orton's my most anticipated match after SmackDown. Look Absolutely, I think I think that's the match I'm looking forward to. I don't even know what matches are happening at SummerSlam anymore because I'm so excited over Kofi versus uh, Randy Orton. I agree that's with right. that. I agree with that. Like that's that's awesome. Like the fact that uh, Orton and Kofi have this blood feud, if you will. You know, this is the feud to end all feuds, and it's going to redeem Kofi. I think this is what's going to solidify him as a, a great WWE champion. So, my opinion. Oh, yeah. All right. Now that we've got this out of the way, let's get on with this town hall <laughs> nonsense. Now guys, i, I got to talk to the people. Guys, if you're watching on Instagram, I do need my second phone. So, what we're going to do is we're going to switch that off. And you can watch at Kenny Podcast on Twitter or YouTube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. So, Instagram's going bye-bye. Now, Brandon... I, I took a risk here. I took a real risk here because I have not listened to any of these. Oh, fantastic. I don't this know what these good. have to say, and I haven't put them on my computer for that matter. All right. Even By better. the way, we got like five new subscribers just in talking, so apparently people want your blur what? effect off. People want your <laughs> <Yes>. blur effect. <laughs> Let's go, people. Let's get, get to 1,000. Let's get to 10,000. We're, hey, we're 500 away from 10,000 on uh, Instagram, 10,000 followers. So right, we're almost we're there, man. We're going to get the swipe up links. I'm going to put a picture of your penis, and then it's going to be a swipe up yeah, on Brandon's swipe penis. Yeah, swipe up, boom. It's just gonna That's the whole point out. of this podcast, guys, was to this get swipe doing. up on Brandon's penis. Yeah. So, Brandon, I'm scared on what, right. what this is. But here we go. While we were talking, I, I, I edited the graphics. <laughs> Or not really. It's just it's really <laughs> crappy, but still we're gonna do it. Here we go, Brandon. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Brandon, sing a patriotic song. You might want to put the camera down. You got a lot of headroom there, Brandon. Oh, uh, too, too much, much headroom. headroom? All right. A lot of headroom there. You know, it's this is HD camera. It like just picks up everything. <laughs> if I sit up more, I raise the uh, chair a bit. Uh, Who knows? Yes. Blast this camera. All right. Let's do this. So the people in Audio Land are like, what the hell is going on right now? They're they're just talking. But, guys, if you haven't left us a voicemail yet, you still got time. I will still let you leave some. Uh, The number is 205-225-9688. Once again, if you can get this in before we go off air... 205 225 9688. So, go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the official town hall. 
By the way, I'm looking at all these promos from episode 8 that are still on here. Yeah. So if you haven't heard episode 8, uh, it ends with a promo. Spoiler alert. It ends with a promo from James Ellsworth on Brandon. Uh, and, and someone says my AC is still broke. Yeah, I, I'm sweating like crazy this episode <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. All right. So here Sweet. we go, Brandon. Here Let's do it. Go. All right. Well, apparently we're having audio issues. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Speaker phone. Thank you. There we go. There you go. All right. Let me tell you something, Brandon Brown and Kenny for your thoughts podcast. This is your other commentator. I don't know what I'm talking about, but let me tell you something. This town hall. Oh, well, he told me to play the second one. I'm playing the first one. So let's try uh, this again before he kills me. All right. You know what, Peters? You have a beautiful voice. I just want you to know that, and it's okay. You know, I'm I'm ready to take these hands. Oh, whoa, whoa. I think I think there's more. I think there's, there's more. Hold on. There's more. You get the next big thing, there, big man. Because Tyler Peters is coming in with the voice, and I know you've got it. I don't know whether you're Kane or what character you are this week, but it's not going to matter because I'm a superstar. I've been through a ripoff of NXT. So you better get prepared there and tell Stone Cold Kenny I'm ready for that attitude. Ooh. I'm actually really a big fan of you two, so please don't hurt me. <laughs> you know, I've got to be a, I don't know whether I'm a baby face or hill. I'll tell you about it later. I've got to work on it, but I had to do another message. You said promo. I didn't feel like, you know, I needed to be a commentator. <laughs> Well, it's funny. That. I'll play the say I'll play the the other one you did because I think the other one is is not a promo. Uh, I just remembered what the first one's about. But go ahead, respond to that one, Brandon. Like you know what? That's the kind of call I'm looking for in a town hall meeting. You know, I appreciate that. I appreciate the kind words. He appreciates the talent on the show and what I bring every episode. <laughs> he has more to say though on the first message. Let me tell you something, Brandon Brown and Kenny, for your thoughts podcast. This is your other commentator. I don't know what I'm talking about, but let me tell you something. This town hall, I don't know who this is complaining, but let me tell you, you guys do a great job. Ah, uh, look at and that. And really, I don't have a promo. I don't have the script in front of me. Let me just tell you, you guys are awesome. It's going to be the next monsoon and Bobby Heenan, let me tell you. Or Brian uh, Jackson, I don't know. Look at that. But... I don't have grievances. I just got to say, keep doing what you're doing. And until hey, next look. time, Brandon Brown, I see you with those steel chairs. And Kenny, <laughs> watch out for the stunner. Or maybe since you're still Kenny, that's your move. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. Bye. 
Look well, at that. Thank I you. By, thank you, by yeah. the way. Like, uh, honestly, uh, you, I don't know what to say. I'm, yeah, you've been I'm so lost. supportive, man. Like, this was supposed to be a town hall. Somebody better come with the heat for Brandon because this is good town hall. People appreciate <laughs> what I'm bringing to the table. All right. Let's move on. What's next? What do we got next here? I don't know. Some people left like two voicemails, so. <laughs> your vote. All right. Us and our technical difficulties. Hello, friends. This is your number one fan, WrestleMarvel fan 333. Three. Might not be able to hear this one. This is WrestleMarvel for Brandon, you're all blurry, by the way. Uh-oh. So, so, Fernando, I'll let you type that one out because we, we can't hear it as well. Um, guys, I, 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 I was going to say, guys, guys, forgive Russell for 3-3. He does have a disability, so uh, all jokes aside, um, that's really cool that he cut a promo. Uh, and, and sent that in for us. Uh, we really appreciate you, man. I know, I know. We uh, we all joke around with with his promos and stuff like that because uh, he's always giving Brandon shit on the chat. <laughs> but he's such a cool guy. So, Brandon, what were you saying? Yeah, I was gonna say, look, Marvel. I know it seems like I'm high, but sometimes I probably should be, but I'm not actually. Could you hear but, that? I couldn't hear. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Um, look, maybe I should be high. For an episode here or there. Maybe it'll help with the uh, viewing experience. But you know what? I, I appreciate the uh, constructive criticism. <laughs> but look, we're going to make this better. Brandon, are, are you going to make this podcast better? We're doing it every day. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? That's really your response? Yes. Jesus. All right. So, Brandon... You just decided to drop a pipe bomb and mention me, Big D Drew, <laughs> talking about how you're going to come for my 24-7 title belt. I don't think so, Brandon. <laughs> how would I come for your co-host spot? Whoa. People actually listen. Anytime you speak, people go to sleep. <laughs> like you do. Anytime you're ready to come at me, brother, you know where I live. You come find me, and we will end this. Oh, well, that's the that's the first person that's really threatened you there, Brandon. Oh, oh dear. Well, look, Big D Drew, you called me out. Turned the tables on me. <laughs> Turned the tables on me in a bad way. But I'm gonna come after your 24/7 title. I think I'll take it. But if you want my co-host spot, you know where to find me as well. 
Why and in fact, actually, if you want to, if you want to help out, that would be nice. Yeah, Drew, you haven't been yeah, on, you true. haven't been yeah. on the pod in a while. We need to have you on. So I'm down for that. I'm down. That's for right, that. Drew. The less Brandon has to talk, the more the I'm better. happy. Yeah, that's um, right. We just got to edit some graphics. Edit a third person in. All right. So what else? What else do we got here, Brandon? That's what you have here in this town hall. <laughs> any grievances? Any, any positive words? What? what <laughs> was, that was that it? That? Yeah. That it? Oh wow. I think I think we got another one from the same number, so Okay, maybe I'll, they messed up. I'll play it. Yeah. Did you say I sound like a can of ass? It literally sounded like I'll take him out to the woods and torture him and get a can uh, of ants or something. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm going to get tortured in the woods? Apparently. A can of ants? Apparently. All Tiff, right. Tiff, you still have time to leave a voicemail, by the way. That's you, right. You still have time. It's 205-225-9688. So you have time. All right. So here we go with the next one. Oh, no, my you mother. You will never escape me. Ever, never, never. You know, I'm going to stop you to the whole podcast world. Because you said you were going to the best of me. Brandon, do you understand a damn word? You know what, Mom? I'm tired <laughs> of you calling to my show. How do you know that's be your cool. mom? Because I, I know my mom's voice, all right? She's always calling in the show, trying to be cool in front of my friends. I don't appreciate it anymore. You can't do this to me anymore. And we're not taking any more calls from you, Mom. All right, moving on. All right. <laughs> You have someone crying like the Iron Sheik here, Brandon. Oh, man. You're cry- he's crying like the Iron Sheik. What have you done to make this, this man mad? I don't know what I've done. You know, I've just given my blood, sweat, and tears to this podcast. And I got people crying about it. I just, I don't understand. Brandon, I was really not. I was surprised that you didn't leave a uh, a voicemail for yourself. So go ahead, cut one on yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm calling in in regards to your co-host, Brandon Love. Um, yeah, he's really shitty co-host. I just wanted you to know. Uh, I mean, does he even watch wrestling? <laughs> I, I don't think he knows a damn thing about wrestling. I mean, he comes in, he's stumbling and bumbling. He's got a shitty blur effect in the background. <laughs> he 
keeps coming in and out of focus. It's really annoying. Because <laughs> he holds his mic like a lame. I mean, just look at his face. I mean, he's got the face for radio. He's got, <laughs> he's got I mean, honestly. It's just, ah, oh, God. And then, like, I can tell when he's reading notes and he, like, hasn't watched the show. And then, like, when Kenny calls him out, he doesn't know what to say. He just looks like a jackass. It's just really unprofessional. Oh, man. That's all I got to say. I'm, I'm too angry to talk about this right now. Goodbye. So please get us to 1,000 uh, YouTube f- subscribers so we can get rid of the blur effect. I have requests from the chat because everyone found that hilar- found it hilarious uh, to play back the Iron Sheik one. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Iron Sheik again. Wow. Let me try it. Just wow. You're supposed yeah, to be my friend, but instead you you crappy podcast co-host. That wasn't me, by the way. Uh, if it sounds similar to what I'm doing, that, that wasn't me. Uh, I know who it is, but I won't mention I'm it. I'm getting called out. <laughs> I'm getting called out. I'm breaking people down. I'm making them cry. I didn't know I meant that much to them, really. You know? Yeah, people are asking me to hire that guy. Yes, I would if I could. But circumstantially, I am not allowed to. Uh, he works, I think he works for AEW. This is a WWE podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I would hire him if I could. But That's he, right. Yeah. He'd be my natural replacement. He would be the I actual really, replacement. Yeah. All yeah. jokes aside, if he could, he would be the actual replacement. That's right. Okay, we got one last one. Uh, this one's nice and long, so so let's hopefully this comes out well. Finally, the West has come back to a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Now, a Kenny for your thoughts. This ain't just your regular podcast. It's my boy Kenny Majid's podcast, and if the West does say so himself, it is the most electrifying podcast in all of sports entertainment. My only beef with this podcast is Kenny's jabroni co-host, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, I heard you like to fall asleep during Ron Smackdown. I heard you like to pronounce Kari Zane's name as Kari Zane. And above all else, Brandon, I heard you love orange soda. So, Brandon... Why don't it's you take delicious. a bottle of that orange soda? It could be sun kissed, it could be Santa, it could be whatever the hell you want it to be. It really doesn't matter. But Brandon, you take that bottle of, of orange soda. Make sure it's a two liter, you cheap jabroni. You take that bottle, you shine it up real nice, Brandon. You turn that some bit sideways, and then you turn that some bit sideways one more time and proceed to stick it straight up your candy ass. Next time you decide to fall asleep, doing raw or smackdown. I am authorizing Kenny to turn to his left and lay it to smack it down on your candy ass. And Brandon, since you like to fall asleep, next time you fall asleep, why don't you check your jabroni ass directly into the Smackdown <laughs> Hotel? If you what the West is cooking. Uh, Wesley, you magnificent bastard! Wesley, you had the best Wesley, one. Wesley. You had God the best it, one Wesley. easily, easily the best one. <laughs> Holy crap, that was oh, good. Wes the West, the West. We have to have him back on the podcast too. Damn right. It's funny, y'all don't know that side of Wesley because Wesley, uh, 
you know, he's a straight shooter on the podcast, but he does some pretty damn good impressions. I think I have another one of his. Screw it. To hell with it. This is my this is my podcast. <laughs> Screw it. I will find it. Brandon, you respond to Wesley while I find it. Wesley, what can I say? I mean, I, I do love orange soda. Orange soda is delicious. And look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to drink orange soda. You know, I might fall asleep during events, but I'm gonna do my best to keep this podcast going until I'm replaced. That's all I can say about that. Oh, Brandon. Um, but here, here, I found it. Oh, did I switch this back to the normal stuff? No, this is still the town hall, damn it. Here we go. Uh, so this is from episode eight. If you haven't listened to episode eight, this is before we did, uh, before we did video versions of the podcast. But here, this is Wesley's impression of Hulk Hogan. Uh, one of the best <laughs> I've ever heard. Right. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I heard Brandon isn't the biggest fan of 80s wrestling. Well, let me tell you something, Brandon. The 80s is where Hulkamania was born, Jack. The 80s is where I picked up that big giant Andre and slammed him in front of 90,000 people inside the Silverdome. So what you gonna do, Brandon? What you gonna do when you come on the Flashback Wrestling Podcast and the 24-inch Pythons, Wesley Avendano, and all his flashbackers run wild on you? Fantastic. So, so easy, Wesley easily wins. The town hall, which I didn't know it was a contest, but he has. Won, I, I didn't know it either. He has yeah. won the the town hall, and what he gets. You're gonna give him my t-shirt. Is, <laughs> this shirt, the size XL, accounting for your thoughts podcast uh, t-shirt. You have won this shirt, Wesley. Uh, it's all wrinkled up now, uh, but that's okay because you are now the winner of accounting for your thoughts podcast town hall. Uh, congrats Wes congrats congrats and yeah he also does a very good Vince McMahon impression but Brandon let's start wrapping this thing up this is probably the longest episode we've ever done in the history of professional podcasts but we had to make up we had to make up for the week before we had to make up for it so let's transition back to the normal podcast all right back to the normal podcast Brandon repeat after me all right I will never have as bad a podcast episode as I did last week I will never have as bad as podcast episode as I had last week. I, Brandon Brown, will watch enough professional wrestling that I can co-host a wrestling podcast. I, Brandon Brown, will watch enough wrestling <laughs> to do a wrestling podcast. I, Brandon Brown, find Kenny Majid very attractive. Wait a minute. Hold on. Where's this going? Damn it. <sighs> Damn it, I just want my confidence to be built. I thought... I, I like the orange soda stuff Wesley said, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Hey, here's a tweet that I just got. If you don't masturbate, I can't fuck with you. I mean, you don't <laughs> even fuck with you. Hey! <laughs> hey, what a way to end the podcast. Brandon, we, I feel like we should end this podcast on something. Anyone, what's a suggestion uh, to end this podcast? What should we do? Should we sing? Should we sing a song, Brandon? Are we going to sing another song here? Yeah. We sang God Bless America. <laughs> oh, let's sing uh, a little Alley and AJ. Okay, go ahead. Into uh, your life. Oh, how's yeah. It going? <laughs> hey, so, so, so guys, 
guys, I apologize for what's about to happen, but uh, what what happened is Brandon and I have this weird obsession with Ali and AJ. If you all can't remember that, they had a single. Oh, you know who else? They had a single Hillary back does. in two thousand five called uh, Rush, and for some reason, it's like our ringtones or something ridiculous like that. Good for him. Into your head, into your mind. <laughs> <If you're still. laughs> all right. Here. By the way, thank you, Fernando. Fernando says, "Good job, Kenny, carrying another podcast on my shoulders." Yes, absolutely. Look at that. I have to make up for Brandon, but go ahead, Brandon, hit the chorus. <laughs> Don't let nobody tell you your life is over. Be color that you are. Guys, it's like it's like rush now. You don't have to know how. Do it all before you'll try. And on oh, that yeah. note, if you if you're Brilliant. still watching the podcast, because I, mean, I assume you turned it off after that, we're delirious now. Thing. It's one a.m. in the morning, uh, but we are going to wrap this thing up. Thank you so much. This was a fun episode. I like this one. Uh, I, I thought it was a lot better than last week's. Uh, so I thought last God. week's was better because this we didn't have a town hall on it. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. But maybe we'll find somebody covering Rush, and then that, we'll use that for the audio versions of the podcast uh, to end it. <laughs> but here we go. Oh, yeah. uh, guys, I did want to remind you uh, to follow us on social media, Twitter, at Kenny Podcast, Instagram, at a Kenny for Your Thoughts Podcast, and then Facebook, at a Kenny for Your Thoughts Podcast. Obviously, go on YouTube.com slash Kenny for Your Thoughts if you're listening to the audio version. Check out the video version of the podcast as well. But if you are listening, or, or if you're on YouTube, I should say, and you want to check out the audio versions for your drive to work, uh, or basically just shit, shitting on the toilet. I was going to say sitting on the toilet, but the funny part is I ended up saying shitting. That works. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audio versions are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and so much more. Thank you guys for joining. And uh, on YouTube land, please hit that thumbs up before you leave. And if you're in audio land... Please leave us a five-star review and five-star rating. That does help us in the search. When people search wrestling podcasts, we pop up like an unexpected boner on prom night. Okay, guys. Oh, yeah. Have a good night. That was my prom night in a nutshell. Uh, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'll say it. Brandon's date stiffed him <laughs> on, the, on, the, on prom nah, night. Uh, yeah, yeah, she kind of did. Yeah, she kind of stiffed him on prom night. Not, not in the good way. Uh, she yeah. kind of left him left him by himself, and poor Brandon <laughs> went home to finish the job himself. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for episode yeah. 42 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Have a good night. She's a nice girl, though. <laughs>